millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I thought it necessary to resign in front of you. School board, I quit. I quit your policies. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. You know, phones sticking to arms. Can you help me weigh the pros and cons of getting vaccinated? That's a great question, Jacob, that a lot of people ask. And a lot of the things that you're referring to are just ridiculous myths. You know, do I become... Uh, magnetic. But I refuse to talk about the ancient history and drama. That's just the patriarchy. Instead, I'm going to talk about a dynasty that I actually look up to. An all-women dynasty. And he's the one who built my computer. I think the three of them, the three guys, that were like, little, like, group. Okay, so that last bit that you heard there is Hunter Biden with a naked hooker uh, smoking drugs talking about how a Pure brunette Russian um, woman, a 25-year-old woman, and some dudes stole his computer. Mm. So, and this has just come out today. (laughs) This is by far the biggest thing out there right now. And the the biggest thing that we've ever seen. I mean, this is the guy. This is the Trump tape only real. Right. (laughs) Yes, this is what they always wanted on Trump. They've got a Hunter Biden now, right? And it and it kind of it brings Joe Biden into the into into the fray as well. So the- well, yeah, because the whole idea of this is Hunter is saying that they're um they're getting this on him, you know, to use as political blackmail. Correct? Yes. What is What's that? that sound? Is that me? Is that you? It is- must be you because I hear it in my headphones. So. Is that this? Oh, maybe this. It's the web. Maybe it's the website. I wanted That's to go. Good. That's oh, a nice sound. Oh, you know what I can do? I will mute this. You know what? I found that you can mute, mute tabs. Tab. Yeah. What? I didn't know this until like a week ago. <laughs> okay. Well. So we shouldn't be able to hear that. That that's from the Daily Mail website where this stuff is kept. And so this is Hunter uh, smoking and uh, and drinking something and 
hanging out in this hotel room while filming with a camera. I don't know what this guy's Why obsession is. Why does he is. do everything on camera? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, unless he's... Well, you know... Well, no. He's not that clever. There's no way. Right? Wow. There's no way that he's selling... He could be, actually. You so never he's know. He's selling compromising information on himself? Yes. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> Who knows? <clears throat> so, here we go. So, we'll play a little bit of this so you can hear. The only thing is it's without the subtitles, it's very hard to understand. And they kicked everybody out. Kicked everybody out. Okay. Yeah. And they had cleaned up the entire place of everything, Okay. And they were getting ready to leave. And I woke up. And it was this Russian woman, 35 years old. Russian woman, 35 years old. It was a really nice patchwork thing, pure brunette. Pure brunette. And she had been, I don't know how long, but she, would, she refused to leave. I told her, they, she refused to leave me, and they wouldn't call in. Wow. And they didn't know whether I was dead or not at first. And they couldn't just come over and check. Wow. No, they checked to see if I was breathing. I finally like, showed signs of breath. And at first, I wasn't breathing. I was even like, face down for like, I don't know how long. <clears throat> anyway, my computer had taken tons of like, um, like just left with like that camera. Like, he would always put them. Like, he had like a passcode and all that person. You know what I mean? And it was like, I mean, like, crazy. Okay, so let I mean, me just take you through it. Is it also possible that some of this is him embellishing slightly to impress this young woman that he's spending time with? He, she's a hooker, Alice. No, I know, but the way he's talking, he's like, they didn't know if I was dead or not. I mean, like, do you think there's think... like an aspect of it that he's trying to sound like some kind of James <laughs> Bond, like, like that he's in these precarious positions with international yes. spy organizations, and he's like trying to seem cool because it seems like he's trying to seem cool to me yes absolutely says that he made the bleep tons of money as well um so i mean i know you don't have to impress the hookers but you know he seems like a person who's bsing slightly uh yes totally he is the he, he absolutely is although here's the full transcript is uh uh, you know what I here's Hunter. You know uh, what I just thought of something when I was in California because I don't think my audio starts right where the transcript starts, mm -hmm. but I don't know what's where. But anyway, it's it's crappy audio anyway. You know, uh, you know what I just thought of something. You know what else? Do you are you have this web page open? I don't have it open, but I can. I'm gonna start, send this to you right now. I think I have it, but my little Alibaba, Alby. Is that what we're calling me now? Is mm -hmm. that are you allowed to use that? Is that cultural appropriation? I don't even know what it is. I sent you Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. <clears throat> yeah, I just sent you the. It's part of Arabian Alice, Nights. Uh, okay, I don't know. I don't have that. So, <laughs> okay. so do you have it open yet? The page. It's a Daily Mail UK. Mm -hmm. I have the Daily Mail UK. Go down open. to the this blue headline font says "Full Transcript of Hunter Biden's Laptop Confession to okay. a Hooker." Okay. Okay. You see it? Yes. Okay. You know what? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, I see. That, You're going to be Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and, go, go ahead. Your line, honey. Okay. So what do you want to use? Do you want a particular accent for your role, Ellis? I'll just speak normally. Thank you. No, I want you to gussy it up a little bit. I'll think on it while you're doing your monologue okay, to open Hunter. us up here. You know what? I just thought of something. 
when I was in California, before I met you, I was with these guys. This The one guy was not like you anyway. Primarily my source, okay? And I spent effing crazy amounts of money. I went to Las Vegas, and he said it would be one day. I made him promise me it would be one day. I hate Las Vegas. And so literally after 18 days going around from penthouse suite to penthouse suite, four different hotels into the thousands of dollars, I didn't even know. He had my credit card. He said we got half off. I was like, great. Then I found out it was $10,000 a night. I'm like, what? And each night he'd be like, there's going to be so many people here, crazy effing party. And each night it's nobody. Hold on, I'm peeing. (laughs) Classy, Hunter. And so that's when I went into the pool, into the tub, in the hot tub, above, in the palms that hangs over the slide. More than I usually do. Way more than I usually do than that. I assume the amount of drugs he took. Then I went out to the hot tub by myself, which hangs over the edge of the effing top floor with glass. It's ridiculous. And I'm sitting there, and that's the last I remember. I don't even, I don't ever pass out, ever. I wake up, and the only people that are there are Miguel, the guy frantically running around gathering things up, okay, and Miguel and Pierce, this guy, his friend. So anyway, they had kicked everybody out, and they had cleaned up the entire place, everything, okay? And they were getting ready to leave, and I woke up, and there was this Russian 35-year-old, really nice, pure brunette. I don't know how long. She refused to leave until they she refused to leave until they would wouldn't call an ambulance. And then they didn't know whether I was dead or not at first. They couldn't just come over and check? No. Get into it, please. <laughs> You're playing the prostitute in this scene, Alice. You've done some acting. A little breathy, please. Thank you. They couldn't just come over and check? Better, thank you. <laughs> Um, they checked to see if I was breathing. When I finally showed signs of breath, at first I wasn't breathing. I was in the effing pool face down. This guy's got an odd way of bragging. <laughs> they don't know how long. And she told me that they don't, they were like, we thought we'd get everybody out because, you know, we didn't want, if we had to call, we didn't want everybody. And she went, no. They demanded two months before. Continue with the story, please. Anyway, my computer. I had taken tons of, like, uh, just left that cam on, and he would always put in a passcode and all that. You know what I mean? It was effing crazy bleep, and somebody stole it during that period of time. He did all this kind of pretend search and bleep. The last thing he sent me was $2,000 worth of stuff in an Uber, and he sent me with the Uber, and I had to send money to a cash app or something, just waiting. In Las Vegas? I think he's the one that stole my computer. I think the three of them, the three guys that were like a, like a group, the dealer and his two guys, I took them everywhere, effing everywhere, crazy, out of your mind bleep. The Russian said she'd walk out with a effing bathing suit in her hand. They have videos of me doing this. They have videos of me doing crazy effing sex effing, you know? How long ago did this happen? Summer. So it would have been out already if they... No, 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 because my dad, running for president, he is, he is, he is. I talk about it all the time. They do know. He also knows I make like a gazillion dollars. They try to blackmail you? Yeah, in some way, yeah. Is there more? Is that it? That's all I see. That's all I see, too. So there you go, um, which is pretty damn... uh, Pretty damning stuff. So... I find this interesting. 
So the Russians had his computers. Yeah. So then, do the Russians? It's, so, so, so we assume that the Russians had that laptop. So mm-hmm. they, I don't know if they gave a copy to Rudy or how it got in, like Acme the Computer Daily, Repair Shop. The Daily Mail is postulating that this is a different laptop. That oh. there's at least three Hunter laptops out there because there's the one he left at the place, and the FBI has another one, and there's now this one that the Russians have. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, how can you be this? I don't understand so how you have all he... the bad traits together. <laughs> Can't shut the hell up. Is day tookers, passes out, gets robbed, tapes it all, loses everything. And blows a lot of money, too. Yes, absolutely. They're stealing. They're... Drug dealers are holding on to his wallet. Yeah, that's pretty drastic. I mean... Uh, it almost makes me feel bad for Joe Biden, honestly. Um, I don't feel bad for him because he's a cynical politician. And he's showed that he's willing to play it at hardball. And he was willing to lie and bend the truth, etc. And he was thrilled when Twitter uh, killed the, the Hunter stories. So That's I, true. Yeah. And I mean, he's in on the money laundering art scheme, but... Right. So, whatever, but... At the same time, like, it is incredible to for one person to be such a massive liability. Yes. It's crazy. I mean, this Like, guy, in every possible way. Can, I don't understand how he can't shut the hell up in front of... Like, the Hunter Biden reality show <laughs> is really good, and it leaves nothing. Nothing. So what's... So tell me something. Mm-hmm. Talk about compromise. What if on this... This uh, laptop that he has. Um, what if there is a um, prostitute that is, let's say, oh, I don't know, fifteen? Yeah, I'd say that's problematic. Right. Or if the Russian operative is under eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy is so, and they know the Russians know that uh, that Joe Biden was running. Yeah, of everybody course. knew. Well, and it looks especially bad because despite what everybody said about Trump, Biden has been way easier on Russia than Trump ever was. Absolutely. So that's um, concerning. And, you know, obviously there's also issues with Hunter and China, too. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's obviously problematic. Like everybody said this stuff about Trump and the compromise and the golden showers tape or whatever but that that was never proven to even exist here's hunter on camera telling us that there's absolutely compromising videos of him that the russians have although the one thing that i think undermines it a little bit is that mm-hmm. everything terrible about hunter is pretty much already like out there for public consumption it's like how much worse could the videos that the russians have of him be than the videos and stuff that are already out there of Hunter. Well. I mean, like you say, if someone's under 18, but like, you know what's going to happen. He's he's just going to say, I didn't know, or it wasn't illegal in Latvia where we were, or whatever (laughs) stupid thing. You know, like, who knows? But it's not going to... I just, I don't see what the videos could be of that would be worse than what's already out there on Hunter. Because well, it's all terrible. Right. But it's what the old man knows. Mm-hmm. It's what Joe knows. It's what Joe paid for. It's what Joe 
wink, wink, uh, made go away. It's what Joe used for intel services. Mm -hmm. What solid the FBI and CIA and uh, NSA did for him. I mean, that's where the, the real thing is. Right. And you're right. I mean, if it if if Biden has been soft with the Russians, well, that's something. Yeah, renewing Start Two, letting the Nord Stream pipeline go, like all right. That he stuff. got these other people around, like the Tony Bobulinski guy, who says that they were kicking money upstairs to Joe and his brother, mm -hmm. Jimmy Biden. Yeah, I mean, it's bad. So, it's so also not altogether unexpected. Ooh, Alice. What? Nice. Oh, the Daily Wire retweeted my tweet. Oh, good. Is Michael Knowles on the Daily Wire? Is yeah. Why? Okay. Of course, Alice. I don't know. I don't know these things. Oh, but they didn't retweet my other second one. That's okay, honey. How craven am I that I'm looking to you're, get retweeted? Yeah, in the I've, middle of your podcast, yes. you're like, who's retweeted me now? I isn't, yeah, yeah, that's right. You play the prostitute when we read these scripts from Hunter Biden. I actually am a prostitute. <laughs> I play one in real life, but a low-level one, hoping that, uh, that, that Ben Shapiro will uh, retweet me so I can... <laughs> anyway, so, so it's interesting. Why would this come out now? Um... I don't know. I guess if I were the Russians, maybe I'd be trying to send some sort of signal to Biden. Maybe, but is it, did this come out through the Russians? Who knows? I don't know. This is the tape of him... Telling somebody else about That the, the Russians tape. took it. This isn't a Russian tape, necessarily. Yeah, no, that's true. Although I'm sure they've got one of everything. Yeah, I mean, so this must be one of the other laptops, either the FBI one or the computer repair shop one or whatever. Right. I assume the computer repair shop one. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why it's coming out now. Do you have some theory? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But if you were somebody who wanted to destabilize this administration, you would want to... Maybe somebody who, who wants to distract from the infrastructure bill? I don't know. Do they want to distract from the infrastructure bill? I don't know. I'm just I mean, you, if you were going to distract, you like distract right right during the reconciliation. Wouldn't that be when you distract? When the more egregious, horrible stuff is happening? Well, isn't that one put forward right now? Is that is that what's That's happening right now? That's the 3.5 trillion, yeah. Yeah, I have lost track of what's going on. I don't know. But once again, and I hate, I know we did this last time, but it, mm -hmm. I look at Kamala. Mm-hmm. In somebody saying, well, there's so many things you can do. I mean, do would you if you were another country, would you want to push him out or would you want to keep him there? I think that even uh, senile and compromised Joe Biden is more competent than Kamala is. Uh, yes. So I think if you're another country, you prefer to deal with Kamala. I think if you're Putin, negotiations with Kamala are easier than negotiations with Joe Biden, even though Joe Biden no longer has his fastball. Right. I agree with you. I think that he probably still has some muscle memory from when he was younger, that he remembers some fundamentals about foreign <laughs> policy right. and diplomacy. And like how to act politically and like form alliances or relationships or whatever. You know, I just... And Kamala's just dumb. Yes. 
So, I mean, yeah, I think Putin would rather work with Kamala, probably. So, yeah, I mean, maybe other countries are trying to push Biden out and get Kamala. How about this, by the way? Mm-hmm. What if this is China that has this? That's also possible. I mean, China, certainly, they would want to tell him, hey, by the way, buddy, if you're thinking about any punitive measures for the Wuhan problem, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, I mean. And why are they, why are they, oh, you know what? I just asked, like, why, why do they go through the Daily Mail? Because American companies won't run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello? Yeah. I wasn't talking I to you for a you. second. You can jump in. <laughs> well, I have to jump in. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the, that's Daily all I Ma- have, the Daily Mail sometimes isn't 100% accurate, too. Like, yeah, but- they ran with the thing with the cop having the two-month-old baby that wasn't true and stuff. You know, like, they sometimes don't necessarily fact check as deeply as one would wish. But they do run stuff that no one in the U.S. will run. But, yeah, it's interesting. And it's interesting... It's interesting to me, too, that Twitter, like, allows this stuff to continue to go out. Like, they stopped the one during the election, but then they just, like, threw their hands up and gave up afterward. Yeah, well, that's... So maybe, like, Twitter and people like that would prefer to have Kamala, too. Yeah, I, well, I think so. I guess so. I mean, the world's so crazy. It's funny, because I spent today on, on the radio talking for an hour with uh, with David Horowitz and then mm-hmm. Michael Knowles. So, like, my my mind is set to set to big Marxist movements, uh, you know, puppet players, etc. Mm-hmm. I'm calibrated to that stuff right now. It's just interesting. And I don't think this is in isolation. And I'm surprised that not more people are coming out, that more people aren't coming out uh, and talking to other people. I mean, I think something like this, and who knows what the Daily Mail has? Maybe they have. I, it seems like everybody has something on a guy. Well, yeah, it just seems like there's a steady like drip, drip, drip. Like there's always a new Hunter story coming out. But right, right. But hanging around. So there around- was the one from a while ago, like where he was banned from the hotel. There was that whole one, and then there mm-hmm. was the one where he was giving the pole dancer life advice and saying how he thinks sex workers. He wants to. Like, build up sex workers more. And then, you know, and then this one. So, I feel like whoever has this and is leaking it, like, piece by piece, is just trying to create, like, a steady stream of Hunter's content. Yeah, I guess that keeps it in the news as well. But Mm -hmm. just imagine, like, this was him knowing his father's running for president, hanging around a Russian woman. Remember when the Trumps hung around a Russian woman and didn't sleep with her and weren't doing drugs around her, passing out in front of her. video, compromising video of themselves with her. Right. That was the thing. That was the end of the world. It was Trump Tower, etc. This kid just has no street smarts whatsoever. I also think that that, uh, Don Jr. Do you think he has no street smarts or do you think he just doesn't care? I think he's... I think his... His mind is I think his mind is um is weak. I think that he's so looking like you said, I think he's so looking for acceptance and that's why he's bragging to a prostitute. But all the money and this and that and how party hardy party how hardy party. How hardy party. Did I just take a stroke? He partied. Yes. Yes. Like you know 
like I'm 48, Hunter's 52, whatever. You you stop talking about how hard you partied for 18 days in Vegas. It's and no how the longer, hotel rooms were ten thousand dollars. Right. I mean, you can still party hard in Vegas for 18 days, but when you're 50, it ain't sexy. You know, it's not yeah. like if you're doing it when you're 24 and you can give a damn about anything. So the guy who's doing this, he's he certainly is the runt of the litter in the family. And mm-hmm. so he, at every turn, tries to compensate for it. And you can tell. He's just a screw-up. Just The other one, he was telling that the, he's got the ADs looking at, from, at me, and i got to kick money up to the big guy and this and that. And it's like, well, who do you, why are you kvetching to hookers all the time, man? He probably doesn't have a lot of other people to talk to. He right. can only talk to foreign agents and sex workers. Yeah. That's the only people who will hang out with him. That's a, that's a great point. And actually, yeah. All right. Let's get back to uh, something stateside, Alice. Mm-hmm. Uh, where should we go from here? Let's see. I guess we could go to um, more TikTok people hanging out with Dr. Fauci. This guy is a... We're you- paying for all this, by the way. They're not just oh, yeah? hanging out with... Dr. Fauci, because they enjoy his company. Jacob Sartorius. It's great to meet you, Dr. Fauci. I had a couple questions about the vaccine. We don't know the long-term negative health effects of the COVID shots. A lot of rumors about, you know, phones sticking to arms. Can you help me weigh the pros and cons of getting vaccinated? Get That's Cooper a great back. question, Jacob, <laughs> that a lot of people ask. And a lot of the things that you're referring to are just ridiculous myths. You know, do I become... Uh, magnetic? Do you put a chip in me so I could follow you around? <laughs> that kind of stuff. They gotta, you got to use your TikTok medium to debunk that nonsense. The benefit of the vaccine. Nothing shady about that at all. <laughs> so this goes through. That w- uh, There's actually a ton of these with different like TikTok influencers. This kid is apparently a musician. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but... So we've paid all these influencers to have these stilted, scripted conversations with Dr. Fauci where they'll ask him questions like this. Has the vaccine been tested? And he goes, actually, it has been tested and it's been proven very safe and effective for all people of ages that have been approved by the FDA under the emergency use authorization. I mean, so this is our tax dollars. This is the vaccine outreach money. They've given up on trying to reach all the conservatives by advertising on NASCAR and the deadliest catch. <laughs> and they're now trying to reach the 12 and ups. So they're, they're going to TikTok and working with all these influencers. I can't imagine that this convinces one person to get vaccinated, even if they are 12 years old. I, I wouldn't think so. I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know. I don't have any idea. By the way, did you say, did you read Cooper's bio yesterday? Didn't you play some audio somewhere? That Cooper does Cooper. Let me ask you this question. Okay, go ahead. Does Cooper tell us? In it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Actually, we have a, a a question from a listener an email. This is John from Pretoria. Okay, asks uh, very respectfully. Could I ask? Do you know if Cooper is homosexual or heterosexual? Huh. Interesting question, John. I have no idea, Alice. Do you? Yes. What is he? Um, Cooper is a made-up character. Okay. But the actor who portrays Cooper is not gay, no. He's not gay? No. Thank you for the question, John. Um, the uh, the comedian, quote-unquote, uh-huh. name, the um, Instagram comedian is called Benny Drama. Okay. And Benny Drama is a straight young fellow. 
Yes, but a lot of his bits, based on what I was seeing on Instagram, um, are him acting uh, effeminate, let's just say. Like, he dresses up as a mermaid and stuff. <laughs> so, it's apparently this is Gen Z comedy. I don't know that much about Gen Z, but I don't know. If anyone's a big fan of Benny Drama, I don't know how many of our listeners are, but you can uh, write so to us and tell us so, about so it. So, tell me something, because the rules must have changed. One sec. <laughs> Democracy's calling. <laughs> See you, Daddy. Bye. Hi, my name is Cooper, and this is a day in my life as a White House intern. <laughs> Cooper's hopping around once again with a little dress on and little shorts and things like little that. Little fake nails. Get yep. fake nails. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Seems like a happy little fella. He did a joke. <laughs> hey, everyone. Vogue. Usually. Vogue. He does does a little Vogue thing. Mm-hmm. So if Tom Shattuck. Yes. Alice. Decides to do a comedy bit <laughs> where I act flamboyantly gay. Uh, is that problematic or is that okay? Well, it depends. I mean, I think that Benny Drama would say that he's challenging assumptions of what straight men can act like and still be straight. Oh, really? Yes. That's what he's doing? Yes. Because it seems to me... Because he also dresses up as a mermaid and like other mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, okay. That's fine. But he is... This affectation right here is um, doing... Is pigeonholing sounds like it should not be in this conversation um <laughs> it, it, i didn't would not have thought of that is drawing a, 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 a characterization yes it seems yes. like he is making fun of our um gay brothers and sisters a little bit i would say. i would say so but that's okay he's allowed to do that stereotype but wouldn't you say that a lot of gay men's affectations are Already appropriated from women? Uh, let's see, exactly. What's the best way to traipse through a minefield? <laughs> um, well, you mean you seem effeminate? I mean, that I think. I guess that, so. Do you think that part of it is a deliberate <sighs> play to act more feminine, to act like a stereotyped, caricatured woman? I mean, in particular, obviously, drag queens are the obvious example. Sure. But I think a lot of gay men's things are like that. There's also been complaints that a lot of, like, gay men's affectations are stolen from black women in particular. Really? And that they use what's called African-American Vernacular English, or A-A-V-E. Really? And so that if they say, like, yes, slay queen, that that's, like, a black women's, or they, like... That which, that's which like this black guy does, women's which mannerisms. Cooper does. That that's like black women's mannerisms that like white gay men have now stolen <laughs> oh, no. and are appropriating from black women. Okay, so let's let Cooper does some of this. Okay. Let's start off with a big coffee. Sorry, they're like really strict in here. Hey Jenny, I booked you an ale appointment, love. Yeah, I didn't tell you to do that. It's called initiative. <laughs> Hi, White House. This is Cooper. Mm, I don't think so. Oh, doesn't matter. This is actually the entrance to the West Wing. This is so fun and it's really prestigious. Hey, POTUS. Is Olivia Rodrigo still here? No. We've come a long way in our fight against this virus. We've vaccinated 160 million Americans. Are you getting this all down? Don't worry, Queen. It's all right here. Don't worry, Queen. It's all Mm -hmm. right here. Yeah, but Queen, again, that's 
an AAVE term that's been stolen by gay men from black women. Okay. So it's cultural appropriation times like three. Super. Sorry, Miss Jen. And Jen, don't forget to have fun. Spirit fingers, mama. We need to get shots in the arms of every single American. Spirit fingers, mama? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Taking a review on Cooper here. Poor Jacob Sartorius has uh, gotten us take to uh, review now Cooper's actions. Hmm. Nike is showing itself once again, if you had any doubt, that they are all into corporate wokeness. Today I have a presentation on dynasties. But I refuse to talk about the ancient history and drama. That's just the patriarchy. Instead, I'm going to talk about a dynasty that I actually look up to. <laughs> An all-women dynasty. Women of color. Gay women. Women who fight for social justice. Women with a jump shot. A dynasty that makes your favorite men's basketball, football, and baseball teams look like amateurs. A dynasty with fire braids. A dynasty with sick style. A dynasty with crazy dimes. A dynasty that makes Alexander the Great look like Alexander the... Okay. The dynasty that's been reigning for the past 25 years. Undefeated since 96. The USA basketball women's national team. Seven-time consecutive gold medalist. And most importantly, women that made it possible for girls like me to feel like they can be a part of whatever dynasty they want. The greatest dynasty ever. Thoughts? Um, I don't think the USA women's basketball team it makes Alexander the Great look like Alexander the Okay. Maybe that's just me. I mean, no, it's it's completely offensive. At this point, like, I honestly think that this woke diversity stuff is just, like, blatant bashing of all of Western civilization. Right. No, I think so, too. A dynasty I can actually look up to. Like, okay, there's also been dynasties all over planet Earth. That's just the patriarchy. Okay, there's also been women rulers. I mean, like... There's Hatshepsut in ancient <laughs> Egypt. There's whatever. I. It's so irritating. Like, but it, that's what it is. It's bashing ancient Greece, ancient Rome, bashing Western civilization. And, you know, it's because they know that that those are things that are important to some people. It's why they go after classics departments, which are hardly like a bastion of power in this country or something, right? Like... Probably the people in the classics department are mostly liberals, but they just want to destroy, tear down, make terrible, mm-hmm. and and somehow that's like what's cool or what's awesome. And I think back, you and I watched this um, the speech from Tucker's Hungry Trip that he played on his show, right? And he talks about how like. The buildings are beautiful and the spaces are nice and it's a, just a beautiful, lovely country yes. and how that matters and how it seems like in our country everything's designed to like make it seem like the state is crushing you and mm. destroying your soul, which they are, right? But that's, you know, like you look at ancient Roman ruins and you can see the sense of grandeur and mm. greatness and hugeness in the being a part of something that was big and huge and incredible or like i mean at churches the churches in italy and mm. rome or in the eastern empire in 
formerly Byzantine countries in these places, but you have a sense of of bigness, and you're going to compare to all the achievements of all of these huge civilizations. You're going to compare the USA women's basketball team <laughs> because they fight for social justice and have fire braids. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, I just... <sighs> Let me give you a good palate cleanse, Alice. This is Jen, Jen really Saki, the most honest, truthful, um, and transparent press secretary ever. As the president tries to reach unvaccinated Americans, has there been any thought given, looking back, uh, to the possibility that he may have created some vaccine hesitancy when last year, around this time, the previous administration was rushing to get a vaccine authorized. And the now president said, I trust vaccines, I trust scientists, but I don't trust Donald Trump. And at this moment, the American people can't either. Well, I think it's safe to say he still doesn't trust Donald Trump. So that hasn't changed. But he does trust scientists. He does trust data experts. And he does trust the people leading the CDC, the FDA, uh, which is the gold standard of approval for vaccines. I'd also note, because this question often comes up, that the president has repeatedly given credit to uh, scientists and experts from the prior administration, uh, even as recently as just a few weeks ago, for their role in moving the vaccine forward. Yes, but at the time when Donald Trump is out there saying we're going to have a vaccine in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months, and Joe Biden is out on the campaign trail saying don't trust Donald Trump, did that create any kind of vaccine hesitancy? Not that we've seen in the data. I would note that at the time, just for context, the former president was also suggesting people inject versions of poison into their veins to cure COVID. So I think that's a relevant and, point. And Joe Biden, then vice president, was saying we got to wait until something is fully authorized, and it's still not. Well, the FDA works on the timeline and of science. At the same time, ah. we've also seen tens of millions of people's lives saved who have gotten the vaccine. That data is clear across the country. Go ahead. So a couple things. One, that is uh, completely a lie and a, a, a cynical, ugly, vicious lie mm -hmm. that Trump said to inject versions of poisons into their veins. He never said that. That's just a, it's a slanderous, horrible, ugly thing to say. He never said that. And also, uh, have we seen tens of millions of lives saved across the country? It's hard to see a life saved, I would right. say. It's hard to tell when a life is saved a little bit. Were we going to potentially lose tens of millions of people? I would say we were not going to lose tens of millions of people. She is um, a dirtbag. I mean, do I think the vaccines have saved lives and are good? Yeah, but it, that's... The, it's hard to prove a counterfactual, you know, like right. what would have happened if. So we have the situation we have, and it's it's impossible to know if, you know, if people on the left had gotten up and applauded Trump's achievements with the vaccine and said this is incredible and we should set our <laughs> political differences aside and say what a great thing this is. I mean, do I think it would have given a lot of people more confidence in the vaccine? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Yep, and here we go. Here's, here's this administration on foreign policy. The Taliban also has to make an assessment about what they want their role to be in the international community. The okay, good. Well, um, we've seen the last time around what their <laughs> assessment was, and that is a, the, a horrible authoritarian um, uh, fascistic regime that's going to murder, uh, rape, dismember, and destroy um, as much as it can. Taliban are subhuman. Every one of them should be absolutely roasted by bombs. They are awful. 
These people are not people to negotiate. I was mad when Trump was like, we're going to negotiate with them. decide what their role is going to yeah, be in the international community. Uh, uh, Stephen L. Miller on Twitter says, at press secretary, what does your kindergartner think we should do about the Taliban? <laughs> <laughs> it, Her rising kindergartner, even. Yes, that's right. A rising, that's right. That was the... Man, you know, there's nothing... It's more institutional in vocabulary than saying rising kindergartner. Absolutely. That's not a jerk-ass uh, thing, the 2021 thing to say. Rising kindergartner. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Amex is uh, going forward with a big diversity initiative. They're the latest big company to uh, to do a nice big woke training they have a lot of ibram kendi materials good that's great um we don't have an amex right um no good. we don't and we don't have nikes good yeah so there we go we're free of these um of these woke companies so far um but so amex for example in their corporate training these are materials obtained by christopher rufo who does a lot with this topic um Amex instructs the employees to change their uh, behavior in the office. Uh, knowing when to speak up involves considering context, such as who is in the room. Acknowledging that no situation has a one-size-fit-all solution, this flowchart oh, is a helpful starting place. Is the impacted person or group present? Are they speaking up? If not, then you can check in and speak up. If they're not... <laughs> If they're not present, then you need to advocate for them. If they are speaking up, then you need to amplify them. And there's a little warning label on it. Trust is required to make this work. They have directions for practicing allyship, which include being personally committed uh, to embrace discomfort uh, and asks participants to reflect on what does discomfort feel like for you. Uh, one of their allyship skills is noticing inequity. Including unconscious <laughs> bias, assumptions we make as a result of the brain's tendency to take mental shortcuts, which can lead to systematic errors in decision making. Systemic bias, a system in which public policies, institutional practices, cultural representations, and other norms work in various reinforcing ways to perpetuate group inequity. Uh, so... This goes on and on. There's a thousand pages of it, what it means to be an ally. Microaggressions. They invited Dr. Khalil Muhammad, uh, great-grandson of Nation of Islam founder Elijah Muhammad, to lecture on race in corporate America. Oh, nice. Reflecting on our history and the American dream, Muhammad <coughs> said the company should reduce credit standards for black customers and sacrifice profits in the interest of race-based reparations. If you want to do good, then you're going to have to set up products and product lines that don't maximize profit. He said. Oh, wonderful. Finally, Amex recommends a series of resources for employees to dedicate themselves to the lifelong task of overcoming our country's racist heritage, including endorsing prison abolition, race-based reparations, and the idea that white children Great. are racist. You dance with psychos, Amex. You get psychos. So good for you. Good. I hope they tear down the whole institution. Amex goes out of business. Good. So, yeah, I mean, I think they should lower their credit. They're signing up for this stuff. Lower your credit standards for black customers and uh, don't make profits and also offend and be gross to all your white customers and employees and see how things go. Absolutely. Why not? Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. It's, 
It's cr- all of this stuff is cancer. It, it really is. All of this this criminal race theory stuff is absolute hogwash. It's cancer. It's terrible. We talked yesterday a little bit about this story, which is effing unbelievable. The school district here has looked into these allegations and says it has taken action. Still, parent Kyla Posey says she can't believe a principal thought separating students according to race was a good idea. We've lost sleep trying to figure out, like, why would a person do this? Kyla Posey says she was stunned when she learned about classes segregated by race at Mary Lynn Elementary last year. A practice she says was put in place and condoned by Principal Sharon Briscoe. First, it was just disbelief that I was having this conversation in 2020 with a person that looks just like me, a black woman. It's segregating classrooms. You cannot segregate classrooms. It's You can't do it. Posey That's right. It's not just, uh, you know, uh, you, the people suffering from uh, whiteness who are uh, targeted mm-hmm. by this. It's everybody. It's just people who are trying to do the right thing, being hassled by these yeah. idiots whose minds have been warped and taken over over the last year and a half now. I mean, they're always – it was always close to the surface, but now it's totally unleashed. I mean, just think about the, the, the psychosis in people. Just what you read yesterday in the Substack. Mm-hmm. Where you wrote your old friends what she said uh, about people who didn't wear masks or people who didn't get vaccinated, just vitriol and the horrific, um, you know, horrific uh, violent words, and it's like, my goodness, what the hell is what happened to your brains? It's craziness. And this idea, what are we doing? God, it's so stupid. I, that's what I told. If if the if this country's over, at least I want there to be known. That we died in the most stupid possible fashion. We mm-hmm. were so rich and complacent that had nothing better to do. We so were, had a life free of challenges and real pain that we decided to suicide ourselves for amusement. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's insane. There's also drama over the vaccine incentives in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Did you see the story that I sent you? Uh, so Missouri is trying to implement giving people who get newly vaccinated now each $100. That's something like Biden had called for. Right. Um, so, um, but the people that are supposed to give them out, the like local health department people, don't want to do it because they feel that it rewards the bad behavior of the people who refuse to get vaccinated <laughs> earlier. <laughs> One um, don't overthink it. <laughs> one county health administrator, Audrey Go Go, who called it burdensome and risky, said, "I cannot imagine how we are supposed to manage hundred dollar gift card incentives for those folks who have been public enemy number one in the vaccination world." She wrote to a state health official last week. Many of us are just getting out from under the anger mongrels, and now you want to set us up for another beating. Gao is one of at least five local health officials across Missouri pushing back on the proposed reward program to boost lagging vaccination what, what's an rates. What's anger mongrel? Uh, people who didn't want to get vaccinated before, I guess. Oh, I see. Those are Trump voters? They said, I guess so. They said their staff are already stretched to the limit and worried such a giveaway would send a message of rewarding bad behavior to vaccine-resistant communities, according to interviews and internal emails obtained as a collaboration between the Kansas City Star and the Documenting COVID-19 Project at uh, Columbia <laughs> University's Brown Institute. The state's director of community and public health, Adam Crumbless, quickly responded that burdening local health departments was not the intention. On a follow-up conference call, he announced that the program he acknowledged the program announcement was not as they would have preferred, and told local health departments that they wanted a simple way to get the influx of dollars into Missouri. 
The tension between local and state health officials illustrates Missouri's struggle to grow vaccination rates among a large population of the hesitant and resistant. Uh, there's also a complaint that they don't want to give people cash because they have a drug problem in the right. community. <laughs> so Rhonda Eads, another county health administrator, said if they decide to do it the cash way, we're going to opt out of it. I'm not putting $100 cash into someone's pocket. We have a big enough drug problem in this area. We live in such a rural, rural area that meth and opioids are crazy around here. She said she would only consider the program if the incentive is in gift card form. Good. That's right. Give the anger mongols great gift cards. <laughs> I'll appreciate those. Oh, by the way, I have a Duncan's gift card somewhere. Where is it? A Duncan gift card? Yeah. Hey, where is it? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. All right, Alice. Anyway. What, is, what time's um? I am so- taking softball. our daughter's softball, and she has to be there in 10 minutes. So. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. So thank you very much. Thanks for um, all you do, and thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And thank you for uh, being great. And keep those messages coming up to uh, Bias. I-, I like those. Those are very fun. It brings us a lot of joy. And let us know if you guys want to, uh, us to uh, add anything, cover something. Why are you looking like that? I'm just listening you to you. Lovely today, you, know? you <laughs> look lovely. Thank you. Hanson, so you got a shout out in WTIC today. I did? Yes. Because hmm. uh, because they said it's uh, that you're um, telegenic. Oh. Thank you, honey. Which is what I use, too, for you. All right. Thank you again, everybody. Tom's right. We do love hearing from you guys, and it's great talking to you every day. You can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, at Tom Shattuck, at Alice Shattuck. We are also at Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast and BurnBarrelPodcast.com. You can shoot us an email, BurnBarrelPodcast at gmail.com, or um, subscribe to us on YouTube. That's Tom Shattuck's Burn Barrel over there. And uh, anywhere else, leave an Apple review, I guess. Say lovey. Huh? Huh? Don't forget to turn your echo off tomorrow. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.